Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. I've got a little news for you. It's the news update on Make It Rain. Good morning, Joe. Good morning, Dane. I'm Alex Fasano with your Make It Rain okay. news update. Guys, okay. I'm, I'm visiting New York in the wrong time of year. I'm a little upset. I thought of it would be forest. <laughs> I thought it would like, be Like, weekend at Bernie's? Like, what are you doing there? Is that weekend at Bernie's? How about this? You guys remember what this looks like? Yeah, right? Hey, Joe, one of my friends was in weekend at Bernie's. One of my friends was the little kid who would, like, ask to bury him at the <laughs> yes. end. Yes, that's one of my friends. His name is Jason Walliner. I went to school with him. He was also a kid in a PBS show with Ringo Starr called Shining Time Station. Really? Yep. Wow. True story. That blows my costume out of the water. really do look like Weekend at Bernie's up. I I like what he's doing there. Whatever you guys want. Just chair slumped over. Just (laughs) ahead. Let's see what that looks like. Let's see what we got. Yes! Yes! <laughs> That's perfect. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. Whatever you guys want to call me. I could be Weekend at Bernie's. Well I could done, be brother. Jimmy Buffett. Well I could be a tourist. Yeah. Whatever you guys want to call Margaritaville. me. Margaritaville. I should have had a margarita glass. That would be unfortunate, but well, uh, I don't think bar. we're allowed to drink yeah. on the job. But let's get into some, uh, some sports, guys. We have a World Series champion. Congratulations to the Washington Nationals on their first World Series title. Taking down the Astros 6-2. to two. Every road team won every game. That's never happened before. It's insane. Hey. It's really insane, but congratulations to the Nationals. Max Scherzer started out the game. He went five innings pitched, allowing two earned runs, three strikeouts, and four walks. But Patrick Corbin came to the rescue, finishing. Uh, he had three innings pitched, allowing no earned runs, three strikeouts, and no walks. Zach Greinke started for the Astros. It uh, looked pretty good, but they took him out after only six and one-third inning pitched. Two earned runs. He allowed three strikeouts and two walks for the Nationals. Howie Kendrick and Anthony Rendon. Both homered in the win. Steven Strasburg is your World Series MVP. And guys, we got some look at the odds for the 2020 World Series champion. Uh, the Astros are five to one. The Dodgers are six to one, as well as the Yankees, also six to one. The Braves are eleven to one, and your 2019 World Series champion Nationals are fourteen to one to repeat their championship run. I don't know if they're going to have to go through the wild card again to that to happen, but hey, it works for them. So uh, mm. once again, congratulations to the Washington Nationals. Uh, coming out of the NBA, guys, so if the Warriors lost to the Suns 121 to 110, wasn't bad enough. Steph Curry suffered a broken hand with eight minutes left in the third quarter. He will get a CAT scan to determine how long of a period he will wait his timetable, but the team is already without Clay Thompson for the entire season. Golden State starts one and three. So far this year, I guess the uh, official era of Golden State is done in the NBA. Uh, more games coming out. The 76ers took down the T-Wolves in a brawl, 117-95. to yeah. Joel Embiid and Big Cat Carl Anthony Towns got into it in the third quarter. Both, uh, you know, they were grappling each other, and they still stood, and they were... Carl Anthony Towns threw a punch. He missed, um, but they finally got deemed a fight, and both players were ejected. Uh, Big Cat finished with 13 points and 6 rebounds. Joel Embiid finished with 19 points and 5 rebounds. This is a great quote from Joel Embiid. He said, after the game, great team win. I was raised around lions, and a cat pulled on me last night. So uh, that's uh, pretty cool to see. Um, you know, no that's more uh, handshakes on the courts. No more, oh, yeah. this guy's a great player. And Ben and Cat are like boys also. You can see in the fight, like Ben 
was actually holding Carl Anthony Towns and like whispering to him. I think he was trying to play peacemaker. It, it, it was it was interesting. I, Those big old tree I thought, trunks, it, I thought we read, I thought he was saying, "Who's your daddy? Who's your daddy?" <laughs> maybe <laughs> boys. So I don't know. Look, maybe I read read the lips wrong, but yeah, it looks something along those lines. Like get over here. Who's yeah, yeah boys. Ben Simmons had him in a chokehold. Did you see that? He, he almost tapped him out. If you're Joel Embiid, how do you let Jeff Teague kind of like bring you to the ground? <laughs> Jeff Teague looked like a gnat, like on his back, like he was swatting you know? away. Like, like he was on Alonzo Morning. Looked like Hoist Gracie, man, when he used to get on somebody like and just and choke <laughs> him out afterwards. That's what it looked like. He thought the Knicks were going to be the ones fighting everybody, but instead it's uh, it's Joel Embiid and Big Cat. So, and I don't know about Ben Simmons. He had him in a chokehold. Like, maybe he was whispering something, but he he how looked like he, he was tapping out. A, like, cat. how does he not get suspended too? Like, yeah, you're going to suspend the other two guys. Hundred percent. Like. You got to suspend him, man. You got to. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, anybody who was involved physically, whether it was a chokehold or throwing punches, there should be some type of repercussion. Right? What happened? People come off the bench as well? The whole court was was filled. It was crazy. There were dudes in the suit grappling on the ground, which was great, too. (laughs) Security everywhere. Oh, man, it it was crazy. Seven footers going at it like agile, new age seven footers. That's it's a it was yeah, it was a heavyweight brawl. <laughs> yeah, honestly though, I'm 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 all for it. Bring on another one uh in the NBA. Just as long as nobody you know loses an eye, but but okay. we'll see what happens. Um, coming Although out he of the, did try to, he's like poking him in the eye. Oh yeah, he had his crazy. thumb down yeah. there. It was crazy. Yep. Um, but let's see. We got NFL Thursday night football guys. The 49ers undefeated taking on the Arizona Cardinals. They're heading to Arizona as ten and a half point favorites. Cardinals are plus 380 on the money line, and the over-under is 42.5. I got a prop for you guys. Jimmy G passing yards, over-under 40, 247 and a half passing yards. For Kyler Murray, 216 and a half passing yards. Kyler Murray's only 216? 216. I like it. I like it. But I'm going to send it back to the guys on Make It Rain, helping you win some cash this Halloween morning. You're listening to the Sports Grid Network. Remember the class where I taught you all how to make it rain? Make it rain. Dollar, dollar, bills, y'all. All right, here we go. Hour two on this uh, on this Halloween, October the 31st. Make it rain on the grid, sportsgrid.com. I'm Joe Ranieri. He is Dane Martinez as we uh, celebrate along with the World champion Washington uh, Nationals there. They did it last night. Game seven in the books. Uh, legends are often made in game sevens. And there's a few guys uh, and a few players here. We are certainly, if you didn't know the name of them prior, you will uh, remember their name afterwards. That's for sure. Congratulations to uh, Steven Strasburg, your MVP, who uh, you could have gotten right around 12 to one last night too during that game. As a lot of eyes were on, Rendon had been bet all the way down to like four to one, three to one, four to one. Granky was in there too. So uh, remember that that the MVP odds too. We learned that on In Game Live last night that uh, those fluctuate as well uh, when the game is going on. So opportunities for you to to uh, to snag MV better MVP odds for series when the playoffs come for the NBA and others, uh, which I thought was uh, was rather interesting. And you mentioned the NBA last night. And I didn't think it would be possible, but, you know, of course, when you think something's not going to happen, um, yeah, it, it happens. Yeah, I love how Pascal did that. He closed out on a shooting hand stop. Oh, Steph Curry with a lot of contact. Uh-oh. He's holding that left wrist. 
We already saw Steph tweak his ankle. He is not moving that left wrist right now. Yeah, he wasn't moving it because it was broke. He broke his wrist after he got fell. Somebody falls down on him, and it looked ugly, man. We often see that in football where somebody, like, rolls over somebody's ankle, and it, and right. yeah, his wrist did that. So, it's uh, yeah, he broke his hand. And uh, the reality is the Warriors, just when you didn't think they could get any worse, yeah, they just did uh, a lot. So, um, so much for the Warriors season. We appreciate you playing. Uh, it's going to be a couple of months, obviously, before he can get uh, before he can get back out there. They don't know if surgery or not. This is big, though, guys. If they don't have to, they can just put him in a cast. Obviously, the recoup time is a lot easier. If they got to open him up and go into that rip, yeah. But at this point, might as well do it, right? Might as well do yeah, it well, and fix it and get it done. I guess, I guess if you don't have to open it, why you know why yeah. do surgery? If you Unless don't have there's a to. risk of it just being like you're gonna have to two years from now. NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win one million dollars in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Yeah, congratulations uh, to those of you that uh, tailed us here and uh, went ahead, grabbed those 6-1 to odds on uh, before game six and let it ride last night as they were plus 125 dogs in that game once again. In fact, five, five elimination games they had to go through this year, the Washington Nationals. All five of them they were underdogs in. And yet they managed to cash out. In fact, it is now the second biggest upset in the World Series history. Uh, plus 195 is what that series price was uh, to begin with, with the Nationals when it opened up. Uh, the biggest upset would have happened yeah. back in uh, the, uh, the early 90s with Lou Pinella and his uh, Cincinnati Reds. Oh, I get uh, the Bash Brothers. Over $2 uh, taking down the A's in that yeah. series there. So... Uh, Dibble and crew and all those guys right. uh, did it. And then the nasty right behind boys. them was the Yankees losing to the Marlins. Uh, don't remind me with the Josh yeah. Beckett years. So yeah. uh, they are now the number two biggest, uh, biggest dog to have actually won a World Series. And they did it in ridiculous fashion, having won every game, all four <laughs> on the road. So congratulations with that 61 and 20 record at home there, uh, the Astros. That worked out real well for you. Uh, tonight, we've got 49er football. You've got uh, an interesting battle here, the battle of uh, worst to first here in this uh, in this game where the 49ers undefeated, guys. The undefeated 7-0 San Francisco 49ers taking on the 3-4-1 Arizona Cardinals, who to this point outside of... Genyan uh, Drake, who was just uh, brought there and traded to the team. I, I don't know who the hell is going to run the ball for them here tonight. Everyone else is hurt. Uh, plus, they've got a shady offensive line to begin with. So, yeah. opened up at 8. It, it moved to 10 in a lot of places. So, it's 
this is one of those games where the money tells us and the bets tell us that both the uh, the professionals and the public are on the same side on here, laying the points here tonight uh, without any fear of it happening. But they are at home, that being the uh, the Cardinals. The total has shrunk a little bit, too. Opened up at 44. It was bet down to 43. And, you know, initial thoughts on this game here, Dane. Rivals, you know, divisional game. The 49ers, stop doubting them. Stop waiting for the Arizona yeah. Cardinals to all of a sudden be this uh, team like it's five years now. Um, you know, sometimes a team is a 10-point favorite for a reason because, yeah, they're that good. And Arizona isn't. I wouldn't say bit, but they're a three, four, and one team. They're not an zero oh, and six team. They're a three, four, and one team. So they're middle of the road, which is better than I think what a lot of people thought they would be at this point. So I just don't. This is David and Goliath here. I just don't see David, you know, having enough in the tank or enough on the field to be able to pull down what the 49ers are going to bring to the table here tonight, Dane. Yeah, I see it the same way. I think this is one of the things where uh, you don't want to overcomplicate it. I think the term is uh, Occam's razor, Joe, mm, which is that go. like the the most likely outcome, you know, the most uh, is what's actually going to happen. And I think this is an Occam's razor kind of game. You mentioned that Arizona has nobody really running the ball. Anybody that's been in the building for longer than a week, let's say. They do lift David Johnson as questionable. He got in some limited work in practice. I don't think he's going to go. I think this is going to be Kenyon Drake, who, you know, joined the team, what, 48 hours ago, Joe? Right? Yeah. So how much can he really handle? But for me, it's not about the shiny toys. It's not about the skill positions, okay? It's about how how is that offensive line of Arizona, like you said, going to stem the tide from this front seven that we've seen in San Francisco, baby Boza going off. And on the other side, what we've talked about is that this San Francisco run game can travel no matter what. They don't have use check. They don't have their tackles. It don't matter. It's a committee at running back. It sounds like they may miss Breida. They may miss Mostart. It don't matter. They got Tevin mm. Coleman. Plug in Jeff Wilson Jr. if you need to. It seems like this nine team is on such a roll and they are built the right way strong in the trenches I don't see how a um a finesse fancy sexy offense like Arizona without their running backs I don't see how they get it done tonight I don't want to overcomplicate it I think the, the Niners win going away despite the fact that they're on the road in the short week the uh the total is the interesting number to me 44 to 43 and I don't need to tell you guys if you've been watching us uh, long enough then you know uh how profitable uh, it has been for us to uh, to back the uh unders first the yeah. both first half and full game on these uh on these standalone you know during the week uh, games here these primetime games Thursday night Sunday night Monday night it is uh, a 19 and 6 record to the under at this particular point 76% this season and it's actually uh, it's interesting too when you get a situation like this tonight Dan where you get a divisional game where the under has fallen at least one point since uh, since 2003 they have yeah. hit the under 56% of the time so it, it falling is the right it it should be because i don't know that this is going to be you know, Patrick Peterson brought a lot back to that defense for the Cardinals, and they're just going to want to run the ball and run yeah. the ball and run the ball. So That's right. I, and they're going to be able to do out. so. Yeah, I don't see shootout, but I do like the under. Again, I, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. 19 and 6, 76%. Yeah, I know. It's the same thing. Um, 
the same logic applied to the Nationals, Dane, right? It's never been done before, which means, of course, it's not going to happen, right? Well, everyone keeps saying, too, it's 19-6. and six, It's never going to stay that rat. Well, okay, until it does. Uh, and then, right. of course, here we are again. So every time you tell me something can't happen because it's never happened or because it's it's bound to go the other way, Dane, well, and okay. I still don't see this being a 60-point game here tonight on any right. level. I do think uh, the under is probably the the value play, the smarter play in this. And you got two college games tonight, too, who the numbers are, Dane. I don't know what FanDuel has them, but one of them is West Virginia at Baylor, unranked, uh, un, uh, undefeated Baylor at 7-0. and This was yep. 17 earlier in the week. Has it made it to 20 yet, minus 20? It hasn't made it to 20 yet. It has gone up to 18 and a half. I will yeah. also just say wow. Thursday night football is down to 42 and a half, at least on Ooh, FanDuel. It's it dropped another okay. half point. But yeah, West Virginia Baylor, uh, the Bears at home are laying 18 and a half, Joe. Wow. And this is another one of these games here tonight where both the public and the professional seem to be on the same page because it keeps going. All the bets are coming in on Baylor and the line yeah. keeps moving away from it. So that tells us we've got we definitely have everyone on the same page. But this other game here tonight, Dane, is interesting. Georgia Southern App State. App State, baby. This opened up at 18, 17 and a half, 18. Where is it huh. right now? It's going down. Down. Yes. Which is Southern money, yeah. huh? Yep. Uh, that's a big movement too. If it opened at 18, Joe, it's yep. down to 15. Mm -hmm. And, uh, of that's course I don't need to tell you that a ton of the uh, bets coming in are backing app state, but yet the huh. line's moving away from them, Dane. So that tells Follow us one money. thing. Follow somebody the money. likes, somebody likes Georgia. Southern. Mattress back, go to Georgia Southern. Is he an alumni <laughs> exactly. of Southern? <laughs> yep, it is. Uh, it is very interesting. Sunbelt unders to Dane. What is the under looking like in this game? 44. Yeah, there you go, guys. I'm telling you, the total has actually fallen from 47 and a half to 44 now, like he said, like Dane said. And the forecast, 20 mile per hour rains and sideways. Uh, uh, um, uh, uh, I'm sorry, 20 mile per hour winds and sideways rain. Has that under, Dane? You, did you play it yet? Because you, you need yet, to, you need to get that right now. Like, don't get even moves. Just get there. Get that under right now. There's going to be really? 20 points scored in this game. Yeah, it's, it's, it's weather thing. terrible. It's, 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 yeah, all right. Yeah, all right, it I'm is terrible, the weather there. And Sunbelt, again, Thursday night college football games, for instance. We gave you the NFL oh. numbers, right? 19 and right. 6 on primetime games. 19-year-olds. Thursday night football, uh, college, 18 and 7, the under, 72%. Uh, so. Talking, Joe. I'm going to my site here. I was going to say, I'm just letting you know there. So you, it's interesting. You have the NFL game and the West Virginia Baylor game, both the pros and the public all in agreement. The favorites, favorites, favorites going on there. The unders also getting some love in both of those games. But that other, that third game, that App State, the Sun Belt game, yeah. everybody split. The public loves App State. The pros love Georgia Southern. Dane and I, we love the under. Damn, is that confusing? Damn, is Submit. that confusing? We got some, we got some making it rain here tonight. We got some games to go. We'll also talk some of this uh, NBA shenanigans here through the first week and a half, including the All Star game in Houston last night. Talk about that. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. It's a happy Halloween on this Thursday, October the 31st. And uh, as we move along, we say goodbye to uh, one of our favorite sports, Major League Baseball, for, uh, for the time being. And we'll welcome in college basketball before you know it. That'll be here in just a couple of weeks. In the meantime, week nine NFL football season kicks off uh, tonight as the 49ers uh, NFC West uh, battle between first and worst. And uh, they'll be taking on the Arizona Cardinals. Two college games, uh, a Sun Belt and a Big 12. And uh, a lot of pressure, by the way, on Baylor tonight, guys. Just keep in mind that Oklahoma lost, which now means Baylor is in the driver's seat there in the Big 12. So, you know, pressure does funny things to 18 and 19-year-olds, Dane, sometimes. Primetime game, national game. Oh, crap, we're supposed to win. Just keep an eye on it. That's all I'm saying. And oh, crap, Mm -hmm. last night in the NBA, we told you that Steph Curry is now gone, at least for a couple of months, with a broken hand. So it just the hits keep coming for the Golden State Warriors there. So good. Steve Kerr is going to earn his money this year. I can promise you that Uh, they'll figure something out. But keep that in mind as you bet the Nash, you bet the Golden State Warriors moving forward. I can't wait to see how the market reacts to him not being on the court. But you still got Draymond. You still, uh, you know, you well, you know, that's really all you have. Uh, also, Angelo last Russell, night, maybe on of the yeah. Well, he's got to play. You know, hey. now. we um, last night on in game live, I gave the uh, the fu parlay of the year, and uh, because we are we weren't hedging the Astros last night. Uh, Dane and I we we had the six to one. Uh, on the game six prior to game six. And it would have been easy to hedge at such a cheap price at minus 130. It would have been very easy to hedge the Astros last night and make money regardless. But, you know, like Dane, uh, like Dane mentioned yesterday, like, hell no. You you make the, Where's play, the fun you of that. It, you go, man. You absolutely go. But I understood the other art. I understood the concept of at a minus 130, it's cheap enough to be able to hedge. But that's not how we roll. So what we did is go big or go home, Dane. Last night, I gave the FU parlay on air there that I was taking not only the Washington Nationals money line last night, but I was backing it up with the Washington damn Wizards taking down the Houston Rockets. That parlay money line would have paid 7-1 to one last night. We were going all Nationals all day, all Washington. And can I tell you something? Yeah, uh, we know the Nationals took care of business. Should have just gone I don't over, know Chuck. What the <laughs> hell that game was in wa- in uh, in Washington there yeah. with Houston? But watching the score on that game, you would have thought, Dane, if you just look at it, be like, oh, what was there an all triple overtime? Game? Yeah, was triple there, overtime? Was there an, yeah, or no, 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 was did what we have like all stars? Like what? Because no defense whatsoever. 
Uh, Harden throws down 59 last night. What does that tell you? Bradley Beal chips Beal. in 46. You got Russell Westbrook uh, with a triple double. You, it, it's. I've never seen anything like that. Honestly, they were getting eight points, uh, the Washington Wizards at home against the Rockets. I thought it would be competitive. They were a plus 270 dog. I get it. Uh, but the fact of the matter is that they were dropping 40 points a period in this game, Dan. Right. Like, are you – like, are you kidding me? Like, it was – I don't know how to walk away from that game going, listen, I think Washington may be better than we think. I don't even know what to make of it from a Houston Rockets standpoint, Dan, when you got to – you're dropping 59 on the road and you win by one, by one point there last night. Yeah, I, I, I was amazed when I saw it also. You know, I was watching the baseball last night, so then when I caught up on the NBA and I saw 159 to 158, I assumed we were talking double overtime or triple overtime, something like that. It is the highest scoring regular season game in the NBA history in regulation. You mentioned it, Harden with 59, Beal with 46. Westbrook gets his triple-double as usual. And yeah, Joe, I mean, in the second quarter, and in the fourth quarter, both teams put up over 40 points. You know, the lowest scoring quarter in this was 34 points by Washington in the first. But because, Joe, this is still, what, the first the first or second week of the season, I don't know what this means. And to be quite honest, I would go the other direction. I would fade whatever you think it means, you know, because the public is going to think, oh, of course, and they're going to kind of go recency biased extreme. So I might instead, you know, I might consider the unders for these teams moving forward because I think they might be artificially inflated because I don't know that what we see in the first two weeks is real. You know what I mean? It was the worst ending in mankind, too, especially, obviously. Here we got a 7-1, to one, right? Two-team parlay going yeah. on with the Washington teams. And the Rockets had to come back to tie this game, by the way, in the in the fourth. There was a down. ridiculous offensive reviewed offensive interference call that happened on uh, with Russell Westbrook and P.J. Oh, wow. Tucker. Um, they fouled Bradley Beal after they reviewed it. They put him on the line for three shots. Right. And he had to make all three to tie it. He made all three to tie it. There was eight point one seconds left. And then in typical James Harden fashion. And again, I hate that the refs allowed this to happen, but they called a foul. They called uh, a foul on James Harden on the last. So what do you think happens? He only makes one of the free throws, by the way. one of them. Uh, and that was all it took. They won 159 to 158. It's the first game since 1990 in which two teams combined for 300 points in regulation, Dane. Wow. And uh, that was the Nuggets back then. And yet, right. and I don't know if this, you're right, Dane, this might have something to do with it. The Nuggets back then had the exact same record as the Rockets. They were three and one. It happened early on in the season. Early on. Which is crazy. Yeah. And by the way, congratulations to the Wizards who now scored the most points in regulation in a loss, a loss. that we have ever seen. Yeah. The Golden State Warriors were the recipient of that beatdown from the uh, from the Denver Nuggets back in 1990. But James Harden, it was, if you loved offense, if that's what you're looking for, NBA, I uh, to me, it wasn't enjoyable because it's just like somebody somebody stops somebody like, you know what I yeah. mean? It's like, come on, play some defense. <laughs> You're chucking the ball up every time you get it at half court. It just it wasn't it just wasn't enjoyable from that. state. If the NBA becomes more like this and we're getting 140s a night, Dane, I, ugh, not me. Here's what I'll say, though, Joe. 
if the NBA is like this, if we get in 140s a night, I can't wait until late April and May to start betting unders. You know yeah. what I mean? Because in the yeah, same I way agree. that we talked about this in baseball, the same way we talked about this in football, right? In the regular season, it's going to go crazy. We're going to see all this stuff. But watch it tighten up in the playoffs. Watch half-court basketball and, 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 and you know, stressing every possession start to, you know, provide the reason to go over. So almost, Joe, I hope this is what we see because we know it won't be what we say in the playoffs, and that'll be an opportunity for us. Yeah, yeah you're a solid point because, yeah, the, once the <laughs> uh, once that schedule starts hitting in, the, uh-huh. you're not going to have the legs under you to be able to drop uh, 59 points in there, James right. Harden, you know, throwing up I'm a, just looking a million for the opportunity, shots. Joe. I just, I can't. Uh, also, keep in mind, guys, last night was the first, also, it was the first load management game oh. for Kawhi Leonard and the uh, and the uh, good old Clippers there. And so far, they had been pretty much trucking people with him on the court. Uh, what were they going to be like with him off the court heading into a hostile place named Utah? Yeah. Utah's a pretty damn good home team. And you know what else yeah. Utah does? They play defense. And so would the Clippers have enough without Kawhi to be able to go in on the road and win? And the answer, no. (laughs) They didn't even score 100 points. Uh, It was a uh, blowout there as Utah ran them over last night. And congratulations, Kawhi. Even, listen, even the Raptors last year had a great record with Kawhi off the court or doing his load management. There is going to take a little getting used to, I think, with the uh, Clippers as they lost 110 to 96. Yeah, not nearly as defensive juggernaut-ish without Kawhi on the court there last night, Dane. Yeah, our boy Lou Williams was pressed into starting duty. Yeah. He, you know, he came. And listen, he scores 24 to lead the team. I ain't mad at him. But also, you know, you said it at the beginning here, Joe, like at Utah, getting an L there is really, I, I, I'm not worried yeah. about it. Honestly, you know what I mean? If you lose at Utah, that's no problem. And to be honest, maybe this is me getting ahead of myself, Joe, but I think that's a perfect time to rest Kawhi at Utah, right? Because you might see this team down the road, right? Mm -hmm. And so maybe you don't want to show everything. It's like a team doesn't show their whole playbook in preseason, right? Maybe, you know, the Clippers don't want to show their hand to specific teams, you know what I mean? Like Utah, like, uh, I don't know, Portland, like Denver, you know, so this may have been a very strategic time to load manage with Kawhi. And, uh, you know, you remember, it's funny because the season's just starting. Yeah. Yeah, Mike Conley's not on Memphis anymore, guys. He's actually, he's on Utah and he dropped 29 points. uh, And the interesting story behind that was he was, I guess, his first couple of games have not been good. He, he couldn't hit water if he fell out of a boat. And apparently the last night, the night before, uh, he spent like six hours in the gym after their last game. And they were like, Mike, you know, like he's like, no, 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 no. And, and 29 points. It, uh, it were. He had 18 in the third alone. And, yeah, he led Utah four and one. Utah's a good team, guys. Yeah, I, you know, Dave, we definitely. talked about it at the end of last year. You and I said, definitely. keep an eye on this Utah team. By losing, it was probably better for them as a whole uh, moving forward because, yeah, the core of that team, they're pretty good, man. They're yeah. going to be pretty good. That, that's a tough out any which way you cut it. 
Absolutely, and adding Conley there, they have an emerging star in Donovan yeah. Mitchell, who, oh, by the way, the, the Knicks could have had and said they drafted oh, yeah, Frank Nittokina. Yeah. But I digress. Yeah. Um, you know you have the defensive presence in Gobert there in the middle. Mm-hmm. Don't sleep on Bogdanovich coming over, I think, from Indiana. Um, yeah. So, yeah, this is a quality team, one of the teams we think is on the rise, and they have that home court advantage. You know, you don't think about guys like Joe Ingles and stuff like that, but they have a quality squad And to be honest, the idea of Mike Conley as the floor general over like Ricky Rubio that they used to have is the exact kind of thing that you taught. Exactly. Three games tonight. Clippers back at it. Also, the Hawks back at it. We'll go ahead and uh, we'll talk about those games coming up next. We make it rain on a Thursday. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. And suddenly, to my surprise... All right, guys, might be time to get in the game with a DraftKings Sportsbook account where listeners of this show, you guys can go ahead and get a deposit bonus of up to 500 bucks. Here's how it works. Pretty simple. Just create a DraftKings Sportsbook account, make the deposit, and then go ahead, place your first bet. DraftKings, they'll match it with a 50% bonus of up to 500 bucks. The offer is eligible for all users plus new users. You guys get a risk-free bet of up to 200 bucks if you go to sportsgrid.com forward slash DK. That's sportsgrid.com forward slash DK. And if you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 21 and over, New Jersey only. Eligibility restrictions apply. Check out the website for details. So abbreviated slate uh, in the NBA here tonight, but some interesting matchups. We'll get to those. Plus, we'll have our make it rain plays. But it wouldn't be, uh, it, you know, it wouldn't be a Thursday if we get ready for week nine of the NFL. and We didn't talk about, uh, you know, the Cleveland Browns. And what an absolute nightmare they are as it's starting to unravel, guys. Yep, starting. Unravel. We know starting Odell to Beckham unravel. Jr. Is, uh, yeah, yeah, he played good soldier for a little while, but that's not going to hang up. But uh, Baker is apparently starting to, uh, to feel it, too. Uh, Baker had a uh, bit of a meltdown there, a little upset with, the, uh, with a reporter that asked him uh, a question about the last about a drive that he had there at the end of that uh, that game against uh, New England, and um, you know you can you can hear what's going on here with with him. There was a penalty, so we're negative yardage. No, but there was a lot of time between snaps. Uh, well, when the penalty happened, then we're behind the chance. No, 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 stop saying but. I just told you the clock was running and we had a penalty. Do you want to give them the ball back? No, you don't play. You don't know. That's just plain and simple. Was I happy with the drive? No, we didn't score points. That's the dumbest question you could ask. What? Jesus. <laughs> starting to um, starting to come undone there a little bit. Baker is, uh, and and then of course you know he wasn't done there. He also then had to go to Twitter, Dane. You know how that is, right? Oh, like boy. he had to, yeah, he had to go out. He Don't stormed out. Yeah, he stormed out of that media session and then went to Twitter. And basically said that he is not sorry that, uh, you know, you can't call me emotional one brand, then passionate the next. You guys all suck and out of done this and that. Um, he's really starting to fight like an eighth grader is what it's really coming down to here, Dane. He's 
He's just trying to be this. You guys leave me alone. Now you're picking on me. When this guy never shut his mouth the entire offseason, like, and you're a two and five quarterback on a team that is going the wrong way that everyone for some reason thought was going to set the world on fire. And you're at uh, you're the leader of it. And you still haven't won a game against a winning team yet. You still haven't won a game against a winning team yet. So, yeah, he's really – I don't want to say he's regressing as a player because I think – I don't blame him for that because he's got no coaching whatsoever. Right. But he's – at some point, you gotta you gotta man up here and realize the error of your ways. Especially for you're gonna be a quarterback in the face of a franchise, dude. You 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 can't do this whole world against me. What was me? You can't be busting other quarterbacks and throwing everybody under the bus and then be all bent out of shape when you don't like what the questions are. Pointing out that yeah, you sucked at quarterback uh, in that game. Yeah, correct me if I'm wrong, Joe, but. Doesn't Daniel Jones have more wins than Baker Mayfield this year? <clears throat> right? And wasn't he the one talking smack about him? You know, I, I just – we said this, Joe. We literally said what happens when this team is 2-5. and five? Who is going to show leadership? Who is going to, you know, stem the tide and swim against the whirlpool? And it can't it, – it's not a coach. It's not a player anymore. You know, we said the same thing about guys like Cam Newton, guys like Jameis mm-hmm. Winston. Are they really prepared to be the leader of men when adversity hits? And and it's just all of this that we've been talking about is coming to fruition. The way that Freddie Kitchens is responding. You talk about how Baker is now responding. They have to, you know, they have to grow up. They have to exhibit maturity. We don't like it when, you know, Tom Brady gives you nothing in a press conference. We don't like it when, like, Russell Williams does the same canned answers all the time. You know, but that's that's what it is to represent the franchise and just keep it going. You should never – there should never be a story about your response to a question. Like, that should never be a story. You give them nothing and keep it moving. And this team just hasn't realized this, and they're making it harder on themselves. It's almost like, you know, it's almost like how everybody wanted to get at Lonzo Ball a little bit more because his dad was chirping the whole time. Everybody's Mm going to get up for Cleveland to knock them off their peg. Yep. I, Dan, it's, I'd like to say, like, we didn't see it coming. Like, this is, but I mean, Everybody saw this, this coming. Like even we Browns fans, who as diehard as they are, even Browns fans, I'll give them credit, were like, "Yeah, this is this is not going to end well. Like this is not going to, you know." The, there's delusional fans in every fan base, but if you thought that Baker Mayfield exhibited any of the qualities of being a CEO, a leader of a team, right. yeah, no, no, this whole, you know, I don't like your question. Screw. Now it's the media's fault again. Here we go. Yeah, we're painting him into a bad pick, into a bad light, right? It's our right. fault that uh, that that people are coming after you. It's our fault, right? I get it. Yeah. I get it. I mean, I don't, I don't like it all the time. You know, like Mike Tomlin, <laughs> all the time, he's like, "Yep, we we didn't we didn't do well today. Like the standard yeah. is the standard. We didn't hit it." You know, and that's a tired old line from him on some level. But at least you know it's accountability, right? You accept like it's on us. We yes. have to get better. You know, yeah. the onus is on us, not everybody else. From the refs to the media to the weather to whatever. You know, mm-hmm. it's about you and the 53 men in there. You know, like fix it. And who's there with that perspective in that locker room? 
And it starts with the quarterback, which is why it's one of the it's the most important position in all yeah. of sports, guys, because it begins and ends with you. You are the face, the mouthpiece. You can't have this screw everybody attitude. It's me versus you know you. like you can't. Yeah, even like let's I'm gonna give you a contrast. Another young quarterback, Joe, a relatively young, right? In Philadelphia, you know, we mm. thought it was unraveling, right? Oh, and Orlando Scandrick comes out after he gets cut and says that locker room is a mess. They're gonna blah 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 blah. They're they're smelling themselves. They're still reading their press clippings. The last, what's the next thing I heard from Carson Wentz up at the podium? He's like, oh, don't, I'm not worried about that. We're gonna keep our eyes focused on what we need yep. to do. We'll turn. That's we'll handle right. all that internally. That's nothing. Don't worry about that. We're gonna keep on trucking. Then they turn around and get a 31-13 win in Buffalo the following week i'm not saying wentz is great or anything but what i am saying is that's that's the right answer you know like I, i'm not we're not listening to that we're rallying the guys in this locker room and onward we go you know and we're not going to air point. this out in the media like that's the answer yep that is a great point because that's what you have to be as a quarterback you've got to yeah. be that level-headed calm you know and when when everything is falling around one way or the other you've got to be the one to to go yeah everybody okay. relax here we're good everything's going to be okay you know we're not uh, we're not going to let uh, um people with axes to grind who are no longer drama. on this team you know like they're not going to allow the drama in there but that's all he does is exactly. bring drama in fact Gardner Minshew you know say what you want about this kid they have been now peppering him the media because they do this so what's going to happen when Nick Foles comes back there, Gardner? Foles, like, yeah. what are you going to do when Nick Foles comes back? Should you still be the starter? Should you, you know, because the, the media is great at poking and probing and trying to bait people. <laughs> and to his credit, the guy's like, listen, guys, I can't. There's nothing I can do here. Like, I just, I'm, That's it. it's not my position. So, you know, he, he said, I can't worry about it right now. He says, I, of course, he says, I'm a competitive guy. But he says, all I'm interested in right now is helping this team win games. So, again, not. Didn't wasn't controversial, doesn't done anything, didn't throw Nick Foles right. under the nothing at that came out of his mouth is something that anybody can walk away with and go, Oh man, did you see what Minshew said? Uh oh, here's what we got. I think Kyle Less, Allen has been on the same thing in Carolina, exactly. right? Exactly. Exactly. Like, I'm just trying to be a good I'm just trying to win games. You know, what yep. and and when Cam comes back, we'll see. You know, of course you're gonna be a competitor. Of course you want to start. Of course you yep. want to get out there. But the right answer is listen, whatever helps the team win, I'm ready to do it. Let's go. Yep. Yep. I um it, it, very interesting, man. And it continues. And we'll see what happens here from uh, like you said, the schedule gets easier for Cleveland. It does. Maybe winning will uh will help uh along I mean, the way. Back of quarterback no one's ever heard of this week. Yeah. I don't so, know about that. Exactly. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, also, it was announced, of course, that Fitzpatrick and Fitzmagic will remain the starting uh, quarterback here. So no more Josh Rosen. And uh, good for that, because if I'm Josh Rosen, I don't want to get out in front of that either. I don't blame Joe, him. The last time. Wait a second, Joe. When the organization was like, we're going to stick with Josh Rosen, literally in the next game, they went to Ryan Fitzpatrick. Yes. So well, them I saying think like what they realized is, I don't know. And I think this was the smart. I think what they realized is, guys, we know we're going to suck, but we at least have to look competitive. You can't throw Josh Rosen out there behind that offensive line with those and and get trucked every game by 50. At least Fitzpatrick gives you a chance to do exactly what yeah. he's done. You cover games. You look somewhat. You ain't winning, but. 
you you know, you have an opportunity at least to look somewhat competitive. And Josh Rosen, how in the hell do you put a guy out there who's trying to find his own way behind a whole bunch of guys who shouldn't even be on an NFL football field blocking for you? It's a recipe for disaster. So I get it. I absolutely get it. Uh, what I don't get is that Andy Dalton is opening his mouth now. And apparently, I, maybe this shouldn't be a shock. Uh, Cincinnati, just the way they handled the whole we're going to Ryan Finley thing. Apparently, nobody bothered to tell Andy Dalton prior to him learning oh, via the media that he was sitting down. Yes. They didn't have um, the meetings. He said, I, you could have gave my agent enough time. Trade me then. Like, you could have given us enough time. To, if this is the direction you wanted to go, why the hell didn't you tell me and my agent? We would have. We would have tried to see if we couldn't find a trade partner out there and work something out before the deadline. So once again, you know, the Brown family uh, owns the Bengals. Uh, new coach, it doesn't make it. It's the same old, same old. No communication. A guy that's been the heart and soul of your team and franchise for 10 years, you basically threw his ass right under the bus and did nothing for him, Dave. Wow, that's crazy. And now, Joe, like with – when we see hard knocks and all or nothing yep. and all these inside access shows, you know, we see what that exact meeting looks like. You bring That's the correct. two guys in, you tell them you're making the change. That's yep. crazy. That's like yep. Chief of Staff Nick Mulvaney not hearing about an ISIS raid until the media hears about it. It's crazy. Especially him. Especially yeah. from the standpoint of like, like he's your face of the franchise it's for the 10 years. It's the quarterback of the franchise right there for the last decade. And I and agree with him. Doing. If you've made that decision – then I don't know why they didn't move A.J. Green, why they didn't move Tyler Eifert, why they didn't move Andy Dalton, right? If you've crossed that horizon, that it's we know we're winless and it's time to see the kids. I mean, Dalton's on the last year of his deal. A.J. Green's on, like, the last year of his deal. I don't care what it is. Get something back. It's the same as Trent Williams. Like the night. Give the the, the respect to say, hey, go out. If you can find yourself a trade partner, we're all Go ahead. Right. And you think he couldn't have? I think he could have in Chicago and Tennessee and Washington. Who knows, right? Yep, yep. That's that's crazy to me. That is crazy to me. Somebody will absolutely grab him and pay, you know, $17 million for a guy with that much experience is a bargain, guys. Like, they will go out and get him. You think he'll be a starter next year, though? You think he'll be a starter next year? Oh, on some NFL team, absolutely. Absolutely. It's the same reason why Fitzmagic's a starter in the league. It will happen, and he's a million times better than Fitzmagic, so... Yeah, he will be a starter next year on a team, not a very good team, right. but he'll be a starter on a team because of the price tag. Out. Yeah, he's a price tag, and he'll put asses in seats at least. So uh, not good there. Tonight, though, what do we got here? San Francisco taking on the uh, the Arizona Cardinals. Where you where you siding on this? You looking at the uh, side or total? Next to the Niners. I'll take all the running back props for San Francisco over. Like I'll take sacks props for San Francisco. And with the game flow, I'll take over to 16 and a half Tyler Murray, though. I think he's got to throw it. There you go. All right. Yeah, I don't see any way the 49ers don't win this game, cover this game, play this game. Uh, I'll take the under, too. First half, you know how it works, guys. It is Thursday night football. Good luck. We'll break it down tomorrow. Make it rain, guys. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Did you miss me? Here's what you missed on Make It Rain. And I don't want to miss a thing. I'm just wondering what... um 
don't know if you guys uh, in uh, Dane in uh, in your neighborhood there. I don't know yeah. if people go to door to door in the um, in the flats and everything else. That uh, you know, when you go to New York yeah. City, it's a little bit different of a. Uh, right. It's not like it's not tree lined streets here, guys, with houses and walk up. You know, you got a bunch of different uh, old school railroad flats and everything else there. Uh, how did do the kids still go door to door in the buildings there? Yeah, so that's a great question, Joe, and something that, interestingly enough, uh, surprised my fiance when we were living, Ooh. you know, when we started living together, it was her first time really, like, in a normal New York City, like, apartment building, True. you know, and so I would say two things that go down. One is that, you know, I happen to live on kind of a, a, a pretty major street, like, uh, it's 181st Street, subways mm -hmm. stop on 181st Street, you know, so it's a kind of major uh, thoroughfare, and what happens is all, first of all, with the kids, all the, like, neighborhood shops open up, okay, so, like, mm -hmm. the deli, the barber shop, the nail salon, the dry cleaners, you know, on the block, they'll yeah. all have candy and stuff out, so the kids go from, like, store to store, store. instead of maybe door to door, but right. then within the apartment building, you you go door to door, like in the hallway of the apartment building, and you do, in fact, knock on doors. Um, and what I do, because I don't want to buy all this candy because I don't want to have the extra candy around afterwards, mm -hmm. I just give them a handful of change. I got like a change jar, you know, where I have my keys and stuff. I just drop off my change when I come in. And so that builds over time. So if kids uh, ring my doorbell tonight, I ain't giving them candy. I'm just going to dig in there, get a handful of change, and boom, put it in their bag. You know you kids hate when, they do, when people do that? I, I didn't want to tell him that, but yes, 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 yes. All you that candy can. to have this candy left over. I don't need that. I'm already going to put on some pounds because of the holidays. And I got a wedding in February. I got to look good on a beach. Forget Dan's that. He's dropping like stock certificates in these kids' uh, things yeah. here. Hey, kid, here's a couple. Uh, you know what I'll of, do, Here's Joe? a nice CD for you. Here's what I'll do. I'll, I'll write on a little piece of paper. I'll put it in their thing, and I'll be like, yo, lay the nine and a half with the Niners tonight. <laughs> Bang. Exactly. <laughs> it was hard, man. Give him a there parlay card. That's what you give him, damn it. Give him a parlay. Hey, kid, who do you like in this game tonight, all right? Oh, my <laughs> word. I'll sit with you. Hey, forget uh, the candy. Take the under. <laughs> you know, that yeah, kind of thing. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Much better. It is uh, – Halloween's always fun, though, and uh, it's funny. It, it, whether it's, uh, you know, rural America, whether it's the burbs, or whether it's sure. the city, you know, kids are out there. And But, listen, don't be – and this was always the big thing that annoyed me. Like, don't be, like, 17 years old and knocking on doors for, like, candy, gotcha. guys, all right? Like, <laughs> you know, get your ass a job and go out and buy your own damn candy, all right? Um